Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And I want to talk to you today in regards to being accepted. You know, so many people use that word and we use that word so loosely. But do we really know what that word means? And I, I, want, to, I want to elaborate on that word just a little bit because Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6 in the New King James Version, says it this way, To the praise of the glory of His grace, by which He has made us accepted in the Beloved. Now I want you to think about that word a minute. That you and I have been made accepted. We've been made accepted in the Beloved. Now regardless of what you do, regardless of what you... If you take a, a puppy and you put him in the yard, he's a puppy. You can't, you can't make him anything else. You can't make him a horse. You can't make him anything else. So the Bible said that by which... He made us accepted in the Beloved. Now, that's wonderful revelation if you can grab hold of that revelation. Now, what do I do to become unaccepted? See, there's where the real struggle comes in with this condemnation thing and this inferiority and the complexes and, and the low self-esteem. It tears down and we never come to grips with who we truly are because the Bible said He's made us accepted in the Beloved. Now, that word accepted is a Greek word that means highly favored. This word's only used two times in the New Testament. Now, it's amazing when I begin to research this to find out the other time that that word is used in the Bible, in the New Testament. And when I begin to search it, I begin to come to the reality that Luke chapter 1, verse 28 says, And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Now, I want you to think about this just a minute. Highly favored one is the exact word accepted as the word accepted in the Greek. Only two times it's used in the New Testament, and both times it means highly favored one. So we see that Mary was highly favored. Now the Bible's telling me that you and I have been accepted into the beloved. So now the same favor that was on Mary is on us. So I began to ask the Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, I want you to reveal to me what you're trying to reveal to us as being righteous and upright and to having favor compassed around us all the time because I have the same favor. So evidently the Lord is with us and he's blessed us and among all people, because we've been accepted into the beloved, into the, the relationship. And so I began to ask the Lord. I said, Lord, I want you to explain that to me. And he said, son, because you're carrying Jesus right now. So I'm in him and I live and I move and I have my being in him. So there's no separation in me and him. So when I begin to understand that as I begin to walk into being accepted with the Lord, I begin to be accepted not based on my failures, my shortcomings, my mistakes. I was accepted based on His death, burial, and resurrection. So His resurrection made me accepted. And so the only way I can become unaccepted is for him to become unaccepted. So the next time the enemy tries to come at you and say, you know what, brother, listen, you know, you, you just don't qualify more anymore. You're just not accepted anymore. You, you just, you, if you were really a Christian, you wouldn't be doing those things that you're doing anymore. Just turn your back to him and say, I tell you what, you go ask God if Jesus is accepted. So when Jesus gets unacceptable to God, I become unacceptable to God. And we know that's never going to happen. And when I got that confidence of who I was and I was accepted in him, I was not continuously running back to the confession table, running back like the Catholic do to Mary and begin to confess all my mistakes all the time. But I just begin to rest in the 
unfinished work. And you say, well, pastor, aren't you sorry for your mistakes? Absolutely, but, but my asking for forgiveness doesn't forgive me. I was forgiven one time of my past, present, and future sins. And because of that, now I walk into a different place. And so they say, well, pastor, what do you do when you, mistake, when you miss it? I say, Lord, I thank you that you have made me righteous. Regardless of what I've just done, it's not based on me. If I, if my confession could fix my failures, then I wouldn't need Jesus. But Jesus is the answer for my failures. So the reality of what I'm trying to get across today is that you and I have been accepted not based on our myrrh, or based on our performance or based on our efforts. It's based on the finished work of Jesus Christ. And when I understand that I'm accepted based on His finished work, then I can stand holy and pure and I can stand before the Lord. I need condemnation, guilt, inferiority. That's what righteousness means. To be in right standing with God and with the devil. The devil can't condemn us of anything now because we're made whole not based on our performance of our flesh but we're made based on the righteousness of God. And I love what Titus chapter 3 verse 7 says in the New Living Translation. Because of His grace, He has made us right in His sight and gave us confidence that we should have eternal life. So we've been made right in His sight. Isn't that wonderful that we've been made righteous in His sight and because of that we're free, holy, and we have been declared righteous based on the finished work of Jesus Christ. Now isn't that a powerful thing today to know that you and I have been declared righteous by God and there's nothing that we can do to stop that. Now some people have a problem with that today. Well pastor you're saying there's nothing, it doesn't have anything to do with what we do. I'm telling you, the finished work of Jesus Christ was a finished work. And when he finished the work, he sat down as a place of rest, as a place of a finished work. And that's the beauty of grace today. That you and I have been accepted in the Beloved, not based on our performance, but based on the finished work of Jesus Christ. That is the beauty of grace.